Lawrence Kasdan, William Goldman, Donnie Wahlberg, Fuck Me Freddy. This week on King Me, Evil Slips Through. This is Dreamcatcher. King me. King me! Uh, yours was better. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to King me, the uh, semi-official Stephen King uh, movie The podcast. official well, Stephen King movie okay, podcast. Okay, so uh, we've been saying the official Stephen King movie podcast. Uh, recently, I I did a little digging. Oh, and no. There's no way to confirm that the person who left that iTunes review is the actual Stephen King. But he said he was. I know what he said. I know what he said. And I want to believe him. I'd hate to think that Stephen King would ever lie to us. <laughs> or uh, anyone at all. But I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how litigious he is and I don't want to take any chances. So we'll say semi-official one foot in uh, where is also the official podcast of, of kinging me. Uh, of uh, the seltzer beverage LaCroix. Uh, which we didn't pop any tops. We didn't pop a top. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, it, we, you just slurp into the microphone instead yeah, yeah, and give uh, everyone the full effect. You want okay. to do that right now? Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking gross. Oh. Oh. Uh. Uh-uh. Sounded like you were swallowing a bong. <laughs> swallowing a whole bong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! It's also the, of course, the official podcast of uh, of uh, friendship and uh, following your bliss. That's right. Yeah, and staying blissed out. And just uh, <laughs> just getting blissed out of your mind. It's the official <laughs> podcast of goddess vibes and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, and crystals. Yeah, and I'll do it. Uh, I'm Dan Gagley already. I'm Rob Avon. And joining us this week, uh, well, let's be honest, she's one half of Warm Things, which I'm the other half of. But she's a writer for Pop Break, The Pop Break. Pop Break. The pop. Pop, it, it depends on where the you're week. working. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, she writes for a website. <laughs> uh, Melissa Jobin is here. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Hello. Hello. Your first solo app. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Good. Yeah, you yeah. were on the uh, Lawnmower Man two episode. Yes, I was. Yeah, yes. that was, uh, that was, was a fun a, one. That was a lot of just us shouting over each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but what a time we had! Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like that's that's what this devolves into. Mm, yeah. Oh like, no, I mean the even when it was just you, me, and JC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was it a week ago? Right. Uh, it was. Just, and then another thing. Yeah, it was like, wait, oh, well, let's see Everybody. how many tags we can get in. <laughs> Before we all fall asleep yep. from exhaustion, that episode that was a, that was the longest episode we've ever done. It was. It I actually still was, think yeah. there's a lot we could cut out of it. We it, broke down that movie and then we broke it down again. Oh my god! The imagine that like with an extra probably half hour, and that's what we did for uh, the Mangler too. Right? <laughs> uh, do you do you know the Never Mangler? Heard of that one. The Mangler is a movie about a killer uh, sheet folding machine. Uh, that's it's like an real. industrial laundry machine. This is real. Yeah, that's this is real. A real so yeah. the sequel is about a computer virus <laughs> called the Mangler 2.0. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. How oh, long ago did you do this one? Uh, last week. Oh, yeah, as at a, the time uh, of recording this. Yeah, yeah it was this last was it. Yeah, it was fucking insane. It yeah. was. It was one of the. It 
And like that movie was crazy and it doesn't hold a candle to Dreamcatcher. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Dreamcatcher yeah. is incomprehensible. I am I think the mission of this sh- episode should be you two trying to explain to me what happened cuz I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, this movie is it's so weird that it happened at all with the people that oh, it happened I with. know. And like of all the Stephen King properties, they picked this one. This one this book and ugh, I fucking hate how did this get made cuz they did this already. I know. And I only know this cuz of how did this get made. Shout out to how this game made. Um, <laughs> this movie was, or I mean, the book, mm. which we won't ever talk about, right. we don't because we don't talk about the books, was right. eight hundred ninety-six pages long <laughs> because Stephen King was high on pills the entire time he wrote yeah, it. Right, because this was just after he got hit by a car. Yeah, yeah. So he was. Uh, was this his "I'm Trapped in Bed" book? Yeah, yeah. This is my reco- his recovery book. Right. So he's just strung out on painkillers, just writing. Butt slugs and and then a and then a butt slug. Butt comes slugs out. and beer chugs. Ugh. Um. Amen, brother. Fuck. Yeah. This movie. It's, fuck this movie. So, <laughs> Melissa, you specifically requested this. That's right. Yeah. Um, speak to that. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have my coffee. I can't remember <laughs> if I was in middle school or high school, but at some point, I like stayed home from school sick one day, and my dad was watching it on either like TBS or TNT, and it, you know, I saw uh, Jason Lee in it, and I was like, oh, what's this? I know that guy yeah. from those from Mallrats. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I sat down to watch it, and I was not horrified at the time. I was much more horrified watching it recently. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, the I, body I, horror, I think, affects you more the older you get. Yeah. Like, the more you're forced to, like, confront your own body. Because <laughs> as a kid, I was like, I get this movie. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kind of with you there because I remember watching it and liking it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. But maybe because, like, I mean, I was probably dumber oh, back, yeah. back then. Yeah. Um, and yeah, also you have a like very big brain. goes without saying. Yeah. 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 Now I have a very big brain, mm-hmm. uh, with many, many wrinkles. <laughs> um, <laughs> look at that thing. It's like a friggin' walnut kissed a prune. Yeah. <laughs> they just kissed. They just kissed. Yeah. <laughs> Left and right hemisphere of the brain. Do you know nothing? <laughs> wow. Maybe your brain's not as wrinkled as we thought, Rob. <laughs> but no, I, I thought it was. Yeah, I I think I probably watched it for the same reason. I was just like, well, it's a Stephen King movie, which at this point in meant something. Yeah, I mean, well, I was like, I hadn't, I don't think I'd watched like a Stephen King movie in a long time, and this seemed like a big budget movie. It had like, oh yeah, it seemed like it really at the time. It, it was, was like probably a like, movie because I don't remember <laughs> it coming out in theaters or yeah. it being marketed, but mm-hmm. it seems like something that they probably went all in on. Well, yeah. I remember having like a sense of this movie coming out like before it came out, mm-hmm. even I think, or just like I knew it existed and it seemed like something that should scare me. Right. Like I remember seeing the trailer and I specifically remember Damien Lewis. Now I understand why he was like smiling insanely and it's very stupid. But like uh, I just remember being like, "Oh, that's kind of freaky. He's all like he's an evil friend." Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I would argue that this does not stand the test of time. No. <laughs> no. No. I would argue that it didn't then. We no, just didn't no. know any better. Yeah, yeah. just yeah, small yeah. brains. Yeah. I like um friend of the show mark henley has said this before like 
Uh, what he likes it? Well, no, he probably fucking likes it. Probably, probably like, does. But like, I don't, before, like he didn't think there were bad movies before. Like he turned, I don't know, like eighteen or something. He still it yeah, doesn't no. really know what a bad movie is. No. But Suicide he, Squad. Yeah, but he <laughs> like that's sort of like where where I was at with this. It was like I watched it and I was like, oh, a movie. And Stephen King, so it must be good? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. I think when you don't understand, like, when you're young enough and you don't understand sort of, like, plot, when you're like young enough, story structure. When you're dumb enough. You're full of cum enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Because watching it back then, I remember being, not riveted, but I was like, what's going to happen next? Right. Yeah. There's, like, a lot happening. <laughs> Which that still holds up. And And there's like a lot of visual, like strong visuals. The visuals was something that really got me. And still, like we'll talk about it later, like some of the visuals I'm still super into. I mean, yeah. I mean, that that Hunter's blown out butt really like, I was like, oh God. (laughs) Like I knew what was coming and I still managed to be really grossed out by it. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. That was very fun. <laughs> but I think it was, first of all, there's the sci-fi aspect, which if you're younger and you don't know, like, you're like, oh, okay, this is, this is good sci-fi. This is okay sci-fi. <laughs> oh, this is right. sci-fi. So it's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes yeah. it good. Before you realize that like most sci-fi is really bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're probably also in like 2003 when this came out, just like, huh, some representation of like mentally of, handicapped people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And and big aliens, and big aliens, big aliens, um, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, Donnie. Oh, Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. Yeah. Which I was talking about talking to Melissa about this movie a little bit last night. Uh-huh. Did not realize that was Donnie Wahlberg. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I realized I don't know what Donnie Wahlberg looks like, but well, I'm guessing it's not like Donuts like most of the time. Most of the time, he does not look like Donuts. Uh. He, yeah, most of the time he's flipping did burgers you, over was, at Wahlburgers. I was going to say, did you hear that he's he's uh, getting bought out of Wahlburgers and being he's using the money to open uh, Duddit's Burgers? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You could look it up. You could look you it up. You could look it up. <laughs> it's Duddit's Burgers. Yeah. Look it's it a, up. It's a tie-in to that movie. Yeah. It's an Italian restaurant. <laughs> I don't know. He's very confused. Oh man, him on him on like the grand opening day, dressed up as Duddits. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> in like full like Duddits uh, like performance. Oh, he God. just says I Duddits. <sighs> oh no, I I would watch a spinoff called I Duddits. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I, I pulled some Duddits clips, so we're gonna have to play those. I think it's a hate crime to play those. I- <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me press that button right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, I don't even like because usually when we talk about these movies, we kind of go sort of in plot point order. Yeah. Seems unreasonable. This seems like a high expectation. Well, we could try. (laughs) I mean, no, well, there's so uh, everything is so dependent on what happened before. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it almost makes sense to talk about it chronologically in terms of, like, the story because we should definitely start when it, they were kids. Yeah, if, if we don't... Sure. <laughs> yeah, if we, if, if if we, we start jumping around, we're just, just going to be anarchy. Yeah. It's still anarchy. I know. There, It's just... Okay. It's or, what, it's organized anarchy. Yeah, was, you're trying to make sense of something that cannot be made sense of. I was saying last night that I think 
if the, so there's a lot of things that, that could have helped this movie and there's mm. a lot of things that make you realize this movie's beyond help but yep. um if it had been broken down into separate movies mm. and they had really fleshed certain things out i think it could have been better you think it should have been longer no <laughs> you think they should have split this up into no, it two movies been five movies it should have been like it shouldn't have been anything it should but, have been a mini series <laughs> like to be honest i don't think they should have made this i think it may be unfilmable despite yeah. being filmed but i think if they had if they had like made a more dynamic story yeah. if they had changed some things that would have made it more interesting they could have made it maybe two movies or mm. maybe even three and like they could have built like a real world around this idea yeah I guess. yeah sort of yes and no like i thought when you first said that that you meant like it should have just been three completely independent movies like <laughs> there are ideas here oh. that shouldn't oh, even yeah, yeah. fucking well, coexist that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that too I, I that too either way yeah but like <laughs> there's just there's so much being thrown around and here even even though they give you some of that background like before times when they were kids stuff there's still a lot that you kind of have to piece together yourself yeah oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i want to talk about the uh the sort of the production the crew sure um this movie is directed by Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah. yeah. Who's Lawrence Kasdan? He wrote, co-wrote too, right? He co-wrote uh, yeah, he did co-wrote. Yeah, he, yeah, he has yeah. a writing credit. Yeah. So he wrote... And he produced it. Um, he fucking... Why was he all in on this? <laughs> all in. What the fuck? He, he wrote uh, Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, Jedi, The Big Chill, um, fucking like Wyatt Earp. Uh, and Dreamcatcher, <laughs> and, and, but he also wrote The Force Awakens. So yes, he did. He wrote The Force Awakens. A little sure. bit of redemption there. Yeah. He he directed The Big Chill and um, a few other movies. You know what's funny is like so that's weird. Did Did you see the thing it says on his Wikipedia about how this movie ruined his career for a very long <laughs> yeah, time? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's really fucking lucky. He wrote Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this movie was also written by William Goldman. Um, who wrote The Princess oh, Bride boy. and Marathon Man and, and Butch Shaw- Cassidy Shawshank and or d- Green Mile? No, uh, Misery. He oh write, my God! Who wrote Shawshank? Uh, oh, uh, wasn't I? Don't know. It's um, what's his name? I can't think of it. I'm gonna look it up, but let's keep talking while I do. Um, so Frank Darabont. Yeah, yeah. Frank Darabont also directed that. Oh, maybe he didn't write writer it. director. Yeah, he did write it. Okay, yeah. my bad. Um. So William Goldman, like classic movie writer, yeah, two two like stalwarts, two guys who like really understand yeah. how to structure a movie. Two guys who were probably sought out to like by someone who was like, "Can you two write this movie? Yeah. We think you're gonna do a good no. job." Yeah. Um, King alum Morgan Freeman. Oh boy, um, I- inexplicably inexplic- for no reason. Yeah. Um, Tom Sizemore, Thomas Jane. Um, Jason Lee, Damian Lewis, Timothy Oliphant, and Donnie Wahlberger's Wahlberg. Old Duddits Wahlberg. Old Duddits. Some of those actors, very good. Yeah, with the exception of Donnie Wahlberg, pretty much all those actors are like. They're solid. Solid actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Jason Lee, who does like a very specific thing, you yeah. put him in the right role. Right. Which this almost was. Earl. Yeah. yeah. You give him the right Earl to play. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, he is just insufferable in this movie. And Ooh, I know that's yeah. part of his whole deal is being kind of annoying, but... Got blown last night. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, no, his catchphrase is... Uh, oh, well... This is our 20th year coming out oh, here to hold the, the wall. thing, sorry. And fuck me, Freddy, here's to 20 more. His he catchphrase says, is fuck me, Freddy. He, he says, says it, I would be seven times? Yeah. Only seven, huh? It, it wow. feels it like feels hundreds. Like, yeah. <laughs> Seven it is still like, a lot. It's like Chinese water torture. It just every time. Yeah. This, seven is a lot. There's a lot of times to say, fuck me, Freddy. Yeah. This movie has a lot of those uh, king, like, curse word slang made up yeah, kind of yeah. things. Like things that people say as though they're a thing. I, I don't yeah. even, like, invented idioms, I guess, is the best yeah. way of putting it. When he's, um, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it. He's, yeah, let's he, talk about it. He goes into. We're on a podcast. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> When he's talking about hooking up with that girl from the from Bingo Night, though the fuckaroo, the fuck, yeah, it turned into a nice fuckaroo. Could have been a fuckery. That's like it's nonsense. It is. It's it's almost like fucking Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of the old fuckaroo. Then, uh, ugh. yeah, that, that shit is so fucking annoying, and it's everywhere yeah. in this movie. There's a there's a whole big chill style scene where they're just sitting around a table drinking beers. That's when that is, right? The bingo thing. Oh, that's like right before it. Right before it. Okay. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like them cooking dinner. Yeah, it's their like it's the beginning of Reservoir Dogs. It's, yeah, it's one of those <laughs> scenes where yeah. We're supposed to get everything we need to know about these characters. And all they're talking about is having sex and making fun of each other for whatever uh, yeah. sexual yeah. reasons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And and like you're and talking about their dumb superpowers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that they use to yeah. to pick up women. Which I mean, yeah. as a kid, I didn't realize how wrong that is. Right. So let's uh, we're we're jumping ahead here. Let's talk about them as kids. Yeah. So as kids, um, we have, are, this, have this group of friends. They have the exact same personalities as yes. they do as adults. Nobody has evolved at all. Thank Nobody God. has grown up. Even <laughs> even the only one that wore glasses is still the only one that wears glasses. That's right. No, so right. you know. Yeah. yeah. No movie ever does that where they show like kids as, you know, like a and they're, flashback. They're like dressed and, exactly the same. As yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, right. It's like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Like they're all wearing the same... <laughs> fucking thing it's and like that, they might as well have just had like those actors play the kid versions of themselves <laughs> right yeah well like nobody ever gets older and then needs glasses like yeah. kids are always just like perfect vision forever <laughs> <laughs> um so they're kids and they're they're going to like look at a naked picture of a girl on like an abandoned building yeah and which feel which rings true. They have yeah. a hot, yeah. they, they have a hot tip that there's a naked picture of a like a pinup. Don't they like, think it's someone like their from it's their like the, school or yeah. something? I think they think it's like their teacher, right? I don't. I thought it was like the homecoming queen or something. Yeah, um, yeah, because they say someone says something about like seeing the homecoming queen's pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, <laughs> that out. Oh yeah, funny, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that building, um, there. This movie, it's. Uh, the kids scenes Derry, Maine. are set in Derry, Maine. Yeah. And that building is the building from the movie It. Is it really? Oh. It is. That's really cool. Yeah. That's weird. Because like, it's set in Derry, Maine. It's set in Derry, Maine. It's got it's shared universe. Shared universe. There's a, it's a real hotbed, hotbed of uh, supernatural so, activity. So That's the right. kids avoided the events of It? Yeah. Is what I'm well, hearing? Well, yeah. The, the narrowly escaped yeah, the events of It? Yeah. They were so close. Yeah. <laughs> the adults beat 
the spider it in 1990. So spider. these kids are okay. I don't know. Oh, they were like years, decades before. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. The timeline is... Like we're gonna, I, I'm I counting know. on Susan to yeah, yeah. sort all of this out. <laughs> it, uh, our thank you in Susan. advance, Susan. Yeah, <laughs> she she makes helpful infographics for all of this yeah. sort of thing. If we can map out some sort of timeline, yeah. that'd be great. She <laughs> made she made us a map of uh, like every town in I every Stephen that. King movie. Yeah, yeah very it's impressive. Really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. She also sent me, well, sent me hand delivered to me mm-hmm. a uh, a twenty dollar in and out burger gift certificate Aww. for my travels Aww. and i want to publicly thank her because that was the sweetest thing anyone's ever done for me well do it on your own time dan yep. okay <laughs> i will go into the town square i will ring my bell <laughs> and i will say hear ye uh hear ye thanks susan and then out that's it May i um, ring the exit bell so while they're trying to find this uh picture of a vagina where is it that's me doing that's the kids yeah. that's what they sound like they hear like a kid crying and they go and they find like these well they bullies. find the shirt first they see a shirt and they're like someone's shirt someone's in trouble and yeah. then they use the r word because yeah. they just assume that the shirt belongs to you can you can tell yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh like, my god you wanna, shirt? Like the pc police this is they can't get us here you can <laughs> tell but yeah no it's uh so but they they find um Duddits. they find bullies trying to feed dog shit to a mentally handicapped kid yeah um and the kid's crying he's like stripped down to his underwear um and they're trying to fucking shove this dog shit in his mouth barehanded too i mean the, yeah, the bully the bully was holding it with his bare hand. Yeah. And so uh, our our heroes, they, um, you know, they like, they inter- intervene and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, and then there's about to be a fight and they're like, we're going to kick your asses. Well, first and, they're like, we're going to go tell Pete's mom on you. <laughs> well, oh, not, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, okay. So Pete played, uh, the older version is played by Timothy Oliphant, but he's like the fastest kid. He's like an all, like a track star. Yeah. Um, and like, that's like, that's a real weapon in their arsenal though. Cause they're is. like, you know who this is? And the bullies are like, <gasps> yeah, they're all taken aback by it. They're like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, the, the fastest kid in town. Right. How am I going to catch this guy? You're right. We know who you are and we're, and he's going to, you know, tell everybody. So they're, they're about to get into a fight and I did pull that clip. Um, you want to fight us? Yes. Yes! <laughs> Go on, Henry, just say the word. Why? You'll lose. Why? Because you can't do that. It's wrong. <laughs> and I'm going to tell the world. I'm going to tell the world. Tell everybody. <laughs> Wants to leave, is that it? No! Let's shake their asses! I will say the kid doing Jason Lee is good at it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. But that, that why line? <laughs> why? You'll lose. Why? You'll lose. Why? You'll why? lose. Why? It feels like Speed Racer. Like it feels dubbed. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the I, I writing love, in this I'm movie tell is the whole world. terrible. You know what's so weird about the writing of, in this movie is like it's clearly written by two old men because mm. like all the all these like fucking thirty somethings are like they're talking in like this weird old timey kind of way. Yeah. That does not feel natural coming out of like. If everyone in this group was played by Morgan Freeman, it would have been fine. But I don't know. I mean, like they're. I mean, it's all like, insufferable. Yeah, 
But then Morgan Fuck. Freeman's character was talking kind of like young. <laughs> like <laughs> Morgan's Freeman, Morgan Freeman's character was kind of like cursing and like talking real off the cuff. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. All the pattern in this movie is uh, unbearable. It's uh, unbearable. So the, the bullies run off and they... They dress duddits. Yeah, they, they get them dressed and this is they become friends. Dressing duddits. Yeah. <laughs> and they're... We cut to another scene where there's a, a missing girl and I guess they're like, Duddits, you have to help us find this girl because they like I guess they at know this, now yeah, that Duddits has powers. At this point you're assuming that there's been a gap in time where they've learned that he has supernatural powers and they're taking advantage of them. Right. And then later we find didn't he give them their powers? Well, we yeah, find it's out like right, right here. Right before they go off searching for this yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. Um he's like, All right, everybody they're like they all know to do this, I guess. They're all like, all right, everybody form a circle and touch Duddits. <laughs> <laughs> and and Duddits like transfers powers over to these kids. Thank you, Duddits. Thanks, Duddits. <laughs> hey, Duddy. <laughs> um, so everybody then gets telepathy and also like, the like, Oliphant who gets, gets the Donnie Darko thing coming yeah. out of his finger. And then also um, Jonesy, I don't know if the memory warehouse was like a side effect of this or he just already had that. No, Well, during, I, I have that clip too where they explain the memory warehouse. They say everyone has one, but we only see Jonesy's. Absolutely free. I'm filing that in the who gives a shit section of my memory warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the memory warehouse? You don't remember the memory warehouse? I must have forgot. You forgot about the memory warehouse? Oh my Remind god. You don't give me a lot of shit. It's in his head, B. We've all got one. Hadn't that place been condemned? Not yet. It's just that it's so crowded now I have to throw something out every time I learn something new. That's a line from The Simpsons. I had to throw out all my files of rock and roll lyrics. All of them? All of them. Except for... Uh, Blue Lagoon? B- Blue Bayou. Blue Bayou. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, that's a line from The Simpsons. Well, every, every time, time I, I learn something, something new, it pushes some of the old stuff out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What the yeah. fuck? But yeah, I, like they say everyone has one, but Beaver doesn't even know what it is. Yeah, he doesn't know what it is. They Timothy Oliphant says that his got lost in a flood, which somebody is like, oh, they have a lot of... I don't know. They, they make some like booze joke because Timothy Oliphant is an alcoholic. Mm. Um, Be fair, a functioning alcoholic. Functioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, credit where credits due. Yeah. Um, so the the kids get the powers and they find the girl and their heroes. Cut to <laughs> pre- present day. Well, cut to um, this. <laughs> the scene. The movie actually opens with the older kids so we sort of we jumped like through flashbacks and stuff we see them as kids but so this is the first scene of the movie with thomas jane as a uh, therapist barry do you think this compulsive eating has something to do with thinking you killed your mother that you're eating yourself to death as punishment you do think you killed her right i never said that she called out to you from that big fancy oak bed she said she was having chest pain i never told you any of that how could you know this? She begged you to dial 911. But she was always calling out for you, wasn't she, Barry? You weren't there. <laughs> How could you know what happened? How? Sounds like Badger from Breaking Past. Doesn't matter. What matters is you've got to stop blaming yourself. If you don't, you will eat yourself into stop, an early grave. Stop it. And there's no reason. You're looking in my head! Stop it! Don't look in there! You don't have to do it, Barry. Leave me alone! 
<laughs> he's real bad at his job. That's the first line of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's his, I guess, patient, you could say, um, is like this overweight guy who's also so, so dumb. Mm-hmm. Like that's like all his lines are like, Oh, what are you talking? Oh, you're in my head. Yeah, he, Get oh, out of there. You and just, weren't there. Just for a visual, he's holding a turkey leg in each hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that, like when he gets up off the couch, he breaks the couch. That's yeah. what that smashing sound was. Um, and he runs out. And, and from there, Thomas Jane reaches into his desk drawer and pulls out a gun. And then. And he is going to shoot his, his, his little brains out. And, and then Jonesy calls. Jonesy calls. He's like. And they have like a SSDD. What did they ever establish what that is? Same well, same shit, different, different day. Uh, oh, I thought it meant something. <laughs> no, but you're right to think that because I think it did take me like three viewings to actually understand what they were talking about there. <laughs> but like he does, they keep uh, SSDD. They say it all the time and they're like writing it on shit. Yeah, it's on the like the forbidden door of the memory warehouse. Yeah, like and the, like uh, like when uh, when Beaver gives it, like, Jonesy that call where he's like, be careful, man. Something's going to happen. He's yeah. like writing it in the fog on yeah. the phone. The booth it's weird i don't understand why that phrase at it all. doesn't make any sense I right it stood like, for something like real important to the plot and i just missed it, it. no no because you're like, this movie too much credit yeah the only like the only thing is that it's not the same shit and it's, is that like irony is that a stab at irony i have no idea <laughs> but they keep saying it throughout the entire movie and Relentlessly, yeah, yeah. So, but they're like, and then when, when at the at the very end, I don't know, if it's spoil it, but please, <laughs> um, when 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 um, Henry's not sure if it's actually Jonesy or if it's still Mister Gray, and he says, "Say something only Jonesy would know," and he says, "SSDD." Yeah, yeah. The popular phrase that the monster saw on the outside of the door. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it, but in, I think. Uh, in his defense, isn't he like that's not good enough? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone knows that phrase. Yeah, you're. But why the, do we keep yes. saying it? But like they made it like when he said it in that context, I was like, oh yeah, it's something important. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, it's not. So, but like, so the, such sweet duddits duddits. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's see. So Jonesy, who's played by Damian Lewis. Right, yeah. um, he. They're like, I get. They're planning their trip. I guess. No, this is six months before. So this. Well, no, I know that, but like, aren't they all meeting up or something soon? Or was it? Was so that not? Jonesy calls him and he's like, "Hey, I've been thinking about Dad. It's a lot. I think we should go see him this oh, weekend." Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, and then right. So, <laughs> and and that's when Jason Lee calls uh, Jonesy up and is like, "Hey, watch out, man." I don't know, something weird, something bad's going to happen. Just keep an eye out. And then, like, Damien Lewis immediately gets hit by a car. He walks right out into traffic. <laughs> yeah, he walks into traffic. Uh, it's pretty funny. And what is so funny is that they don't, for a while more in the movie, like, he just... Explain it? Yeah, so yeah. you just see him walk out into traffic after someone warns him to be careful. Yeah. And, then and he, he dies. really gets hit by that fucking car. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> that scene where they're like... Like that shot where he's laying on the ground afterwards and his eyes are like wide open and he's just like sort of twitching. That was pretty gross. Oh, and then, <laughs> but, but like what completely deflates that and takes you out of it is when his 
college student you see his dirty oh, sneakers yeah. and then there's that really bad voiceover of yeah. him being oh, like that's my my professor jones professor jones i just saw him before no way yeah <laughs> oh no way he's doing devil sticks yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but then that's I, as crazy as my next move <laughs> clack 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 uh then he He's in the ambulance. It, yeah, he's in the ambulance, and he dies, and then they bring him back, though. They and then he sees, but life. while they're bringing him back, he sees, like, a little boy version of Duddits. Oh, my God. Warning oh, yeah. him. Yeah. Naked. Uh, well, not naked. In, un- no, in his I, underwear. No, he, not, uh, maybe. I don't know. He was in his underwear. Yeah, he, uh, the little, the boy that plays young Duddits, um, his, the way that he speaks um, he just like twists his tongue like it's upside down. That's what you say about uh, what's his name? Who from the Mangler? I can't think of his name. <laughs> no, his tongue is just too big. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is? It? Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Ted Levine. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, come on. No nuts. There we go. Ah, <laughs> oh, you broke my damn watch. And yeah, the hand, one more the hand of glory that's the best one that's the hand of glory that's the one with the biggest tongue for sure <laughs> 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 was a great big fat man <laughs> monk you're off the case uh, uh, maybe we do a Levine series after wall to wall carpenter oh that'd be fun yeah would people like that, Melissa, if we just talked about Ted Levine? I mean, uh, someone is... who just listened to you guys talk about him, I'm going to say maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, we weren't so much talking about him as as him. As him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where were we? Oh. So, uh, little Boy Duddits. Yeah, Little Boy Duddits. He, he speaks, so he twists his tongue like upside down, and he's just like, Watch out for. He says he like drops the first letter of words. Well, he's like, well, like the it sounds like he's saying, "Watch out for Mister Gay." He means Mister Gray. Yeah, but we don't uh, know that yet. But we have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> like uh, Jesus, Duddits. Yeah, you of all people. Yeah, take it easy, yeah. buddy. Come on. Um, and th- so, cut to six months later. Yes. Right. Yeah. And they're all going out to this cabin that they go that to, they, I guess, every year. Right. It's established. This is like, I imagine William Goldman pitching like a big chill scenario in every movie he writes and yeah. finally getting one through again. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's the big chill guy. How do we, this was his premise for the big chill too was just like uh, a colder big chill <laughs> to <send> a colder <laughs> environment. How do we raise the stakes? Yeah. Uh, what I what I thought like one thing that I thought when watching the scenes in the cabin is they talk about Duddits a lot and they're like I wish Duddits was here and it's like why don't you yeah, invite you him invite yeah. your friend and they're like he's like oh Duddits has never been here but is but he's all over the place yeah like there's memories of him everywhere here like why don't you just bring him yeah <laughs> he <laughs> couldn't go why you couldn't he go never invited Duddits yeah. never invited him. twenty years twenty yeah. years been not coming once. here. Yeah. Fuck you, Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're all they're in this cabin and they're they're doing the big chill thing. Um, Jonesy's still like a little like his like he has his a hip, limp. Yeah. His hip is a little messed up from the car accident. Um, I guess like I don't know. It's the dynamic is like eh, it's a little weird. I guess we we uh, forget we forgot to talk about it. Timothy Timothy Oliphant is a car salesman. Oh, we missed that part. And he. 
um, like a woman comes in and she's like, I lost my keys. And he's like, uh, oh, I can help you find them. No problem. Where were you? And then he starts, he does the Donnie Darko thing with his finger. Yeah. We should probably explain what that means. Oh, because <laughs> it helps him find things. Yeah. yeah. It, it makes a jet engine crash through the ceiling of yeah. wherever he is. <laughs> Yeah, it's like in it's Donnie like one, Darko one when of those the tube things that comes out of his chest. Yeah, right? that like astral yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like a weird spirally, yeah. really bad CGI. CGI. Oh, so much bad CGI in but this movie. But it yeah. helps him locate people or items that things, he's looking yeah. for. He just spins his finger and it shows him where it is. Which doesn't come into play, does it? It's um, pronounced "dud." It's it does. <laughs> it does. Uh, sort of. Not really. When Jonesy oh, is possessed when, by Mr. Gray. And, and he has to and find he, the highway. And he finds Pete okay. and he tells him to locate the highway. All right. So, um, <laughs> so Timothy Oliphant like, helps this woman find her keys. And she's like totally freaked out about it. And he's like. And he's like, oh, I got her. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. Like, in he, the bag. <laughs> he's like, if I find your keys, will you agree to go out on a date with me? Um, and. She's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then yeah, that he seems finds, like a fair trade. He to finds the, the keys to the point where it seems like he put them there. <laughs> like he's so uh, well, creepy yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, he finds the keys, and she's I wasn't like, gonna let you leave until you agreed to go yeah. stay with me. Finds the keys, and she's freaked out, and she's like, all right, okay, bye. And he's like, oh, I'll see you at seven o'clock over at whatever clam shack. The, yeah, <laughs> it, it is like the clam shack or something. And she's like, okay, no. And just drives away. <laughs> and then he goes, fuckaroo. Yeah. Which he, is the first time you hear it in the movie. And I was like, what the fuck yeah. did you say? What the fuckaroo is he talking about? <laughs> you can't just say something like that. It's like, I don't know. Nobody seems to be doing all that well in their life. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Thomas Jane is like depressed and suicidal. And um, really mean to his clients yeah, yeah every yeah. all these guys like there's nothing well, likable about any Jonesy, of them jonesy didn't do anything wrong i mean no he's like, he lets that college kid off the bike. hook for for cheating on his essay right he has a wife and kids it's established oh yeah so he's just a but guy. they leave him don't they doesn't his wife leave him i don't remember i just can't be with a man who gets hit by a car <laughs> <laughs> who just walks in into traffic like that what a dummy <laughs> Your brain is so small and so smooth. But yeah, <laughs> I need a no. big brain, man. Everybody else sucks. I mean, yeah, everybody Timothy sucks. Elephant is a predator, yeah. and Beaver is almost just, as bad. Yeah, if it wasn't for the fact annoying. that he's a loser, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> like I love in like the when you're when it's introducing you to um all of these characters, and yeah. it's like Thomas Jane's at his job, Jonesy's at his job, Timothy Elephant's at his job, yeah. Beaver's at the bar. <laughs> yeah, he's at the bar. Yeah, just like. <laughs> Uh, and he, he Beaver has an obsession with tooth uh, toothpicks. Yeah, that'll come into play. Chekhov's toothpicks. Chekhov's toothpicks. Just Stupid. chewing on toothpicks. So like a beef, like a beef. Oh. I just got that. Holy shit! Oh Are you guys God. making fun of me? No. No. Okay. We're mad. <laughs> I feel so fucking stupid. <laughs> well, well, you no, got it, a, and we did that's it. A fucking, you guys are so <laughs> fucking stupid. That's a that's a fucking dumb uh, characteristic. That's a dumb trait. Yeah, for, it's to, all dumb. It's all but, dumb. Oh my god! So I feel like a genius. Yeah, like a dumb genius. Like a dumb genius. Like a sweet genius. Um. So they're at the cabin, and then 
The next day, uh, Thomas Jane and Timothy Oliphant go into town, Get pick supplies, up supplies beer, and shit. Mostly beer. Mostly yeah. beer. Hey, what more do you need when you're at the cabin? With the boys. And Woo! not Duddits. <laughs> and not Duddits. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. You should put that dun, on the soundboard. Uh, I, I could just Spotify it. Well, it, I mean, that would take way too long. It would take too long. <laughs> you just gave me the weirdest shit-eating smirk. <laughs> You're like, when you said, I could just Spotify it. You're like, hmm? Uh, I could uh, open up my Spotify premium account. Uh, <laughs> uh, no big deal. No ads. <laughs> uh, so the so group is, is split up. Um, and Jason Lee and uh, Damian Lewis are back at the cabin. And they actually they go out into the woods. I don't know if they're hunting. It right? looked like they looked like they were hunting. And then they they find this when they find hunter the hunter. Well, Damian Lewis is just like up in like a like a crow's nest, like yeah, a sniper tower. He was just yeah. hanging out, but he did take aim at that deer when it got when he saw it. Yeah. So I guess they were hunting. I think Beaver, casual. It's I like think, fishing hunting. Yeah, I think Beaver was taken uh, more seriously than Jonesy was. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they find the hunter and bring him back and he's like he's been walking through the woods for like he says like two days or yeah. something and this is what i'm talking about when it feels like like it's clear that the dialogue was written by old men yeah is like because damian lewis is like say friend what if we brought you inside how would that be yeah it's like it's just it's weird yeah it's, it's weird forced. like old hollywoody yeah. kind of yeah, yeah i don't know it's strange. yeah i was like while i was watching it and i was listening to them talk to each other and talk like that i was just thinking like does stephen king does he, has he ever had friends? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Def not. Yeah. Like, if this dialogue was, like, straight from the book, like, is this how he thinks people talk? Yeah, well, here's the thing, is that he doesn't know how people talk. <laughs> like, a lot... Of, all of his dialogue is, like, kind of stylized like that. Yeah. Because he, he's a big ham, mm. so he loves giving people, like, little catchphrases and stuff. The one I most think of is the stand. M-O-O-N. That spells moon. M-O-O-N. That spell. Uh, That's so there's a character who's who's he's the Duddits of the yeah. stand, um, and he the, at the beginning of the movie he says something about the moon and then says M O O N that spells moon. And then well, for the rest of the movie, yeah, everything. Yeah, he's like M O O N that spells uh, 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 stint. <laughs> it's like all sorts of words spelled are spelled by moon. Yeah, yeah. Voiced by Patrick Starr. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say his name, yeah. but now you know. Uh, uh, where are we? So the group the is split up. So they, they got the, the they got the hunter. Um, they bring him in. They're like, and he's like burping a lot. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's burping got the real bad. Yeah. and is uh, he's also farting a lot. Yeah, there's just a lot of farting and burping. It, it's so like that's such a strange detail that's mm-hmm. such a stephen king thing to happen yeah what if he's farting the whole time <laughs> yeah farts are funny yeah <laughs> he's right yeah uh i mean i also loved how every time he would like this hunter would like burp real bad and be like oh i'm so embarrassed oh, so oh, i'm so sorry, sorry. yeah oh, excuse me <laughs> yeah um he, so they observe that he uh, or one of them observes yeah. Damien Lewis, I think, is like, "Hey, yeah. when I brought him in, his chest was really swollen. Now his tummy's really yeah. swollen." 
and they're both sort of like, well, probably nothing to worry about. <laughs> he's like, well, he's like third trimester swollen. Yeah, he's that's big. Like, to, to be fair, Beaver was like, oh, Henry, we need Henry. Henry should, we like, he needs to get here immediately. And then Jonesy is like, he's not a doctor. He's a therapist. And then. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Soft sciences. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and then, and then Beaver's like, yeah, well, he went to med school. Did you? Um, and then it cuts to Henry. Well, yeah, they're driving back from the store, and <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Timothy Oliphant is explaining that he is not an alcoholic. He yeah. just loves to drink early right. in the morning. And they, there's somebody sitting in the middle of the road, and for and some they almost reason, hit this well, person. First, Timothy Oliphant is like, "Hey, why don't you just start speeding real fast in this car?" And then oh, he's like, "Okay." After all, it's snowing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're and in the they're woods. They're like driving through the woods. Yeah, and they're not on snowing. a road. And he dares him to just go real, real fast. What, you mean between all these trees? Absolutely, and brother. He does it. <laughs> and then there's a person. I'm wasted. <laughs> and then there's a person in the middle of the road. Like and then they, kneeling. Yeah. And then Which they is like, flip over trying to avoid her. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like, that's the thing. Like we were saying before, when you're younger and you don't understand anything in mm, the world. Sure. That's like a cool visual of just someone like it's creepy, like someone just kneeling in the snow like that. Yeah, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But also everything around it, the car flipping over her yeah. is not so good. So the car flips over and they get out. And- yeah, what the fuck with Timothy Oliphant being like, I think I broke my leg. And then he's just like, never mind. It's fine. Yeah, I yeah. think he just wanted Henry to carry him out of the car. Probably true. <laughs> carry me. <laughs> Henry, please. Hold me in your arms. But like, just why not? break his leg it's an added obstacle i mean yeah. his leg was a little messed up he yeah. still like had a limp and yeah. he couldn't be the one to go back to the cabin but it, his it, leg was it's bad. like one of those things when you hear about like drunk drivers and they get into accidents but they're fine because they were so drunk limp. that their body yeah. went limp there's like <laughs> apparently in russia one time someone jumped out they got drunk and like tried to commit suicide by jumping out a window but they just crumpled on the ground and were fine <laughs> like they just rolled out of it basically <laughs> I just like like a parkour, just like rolls, get, stands up, and just keeps walking. Goodbye, cruel world. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. They just like back upstairs. I yeah. guess. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, oh. Well, <laughs> I'm such a failure. Um, so they they they're talking, and it's a woman, and she's also wearing the same hunting gear as this guy. Mm. But she's like half alive because she won't respond to them but then she like she well she looks like she's frozen to death and then she like snaps out of it or whatever um and they so they get her in there like start a fire and thomas jane is like i'm gonna go for help um you stay here with her and don't go back to the car for beer just stay with her he's like got it (laughs) goes back to the car for beer (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh so uh, the guy, the hunter guy back in the cabin, um, he's like, oh no, I'm sorry. There's that great shot of all the animals running through the forest. Yeah. Where every, like, like snow ass white. Yeah. Like snow white, all these animals running through the forest and they got this like red shit on them and they're so. And see, uh, again, that's like a cool visual. Yeah. Like a kid. Yeah. Like you're like, oh man, something's gonna happen. Yeah. Something's up. Um, and then when they, so when the characters walk back inside, the hunter guy, he's like, there are bloody footprints leading to the bathroom. And they're like, hey, buddy, we got to, what's hey going buddy. on, man? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's probably sure. 
Um, you're bleeding pretty bad. What's going on? He's like, I'm fine, guys. Leave me alone. Can a man shit in peace? Shit his body out in yeah. peace? And they're like, you're, there's blood everywhere. He's like, I'm not bleeding. Okay. It's a big lie. Yeah. So they big lie. bust open the door and the guy is dead. Dead. Shitting Super on the toilet. Super dead. But then like you hear like the, the little. The, yeah, the, the poop. Bu- the butt. Oh, the butt slug. The, the yeah, butt slug. Shit weasel. Yeah, the shit weasel. Shit weasel. Uh, the weasel. The w- <laughs> hey, bud. Yeah. Paul Shore just yeah. slinks out of his ass. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Butt slugs. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so they're like, oh, is he dead? And then they like touch him and he like falls over. And, we, and his ass just, is blown out. Yeah. Like in a cartoon where someone sticks their fingers in the barrel of a gun, <laughs> yeah, and it just banana peels. Yep. His, Again, his a very butt like banana peeled. A, a very Stephen King sort of like you know he thought that was kind of funny. Oh yeah, to like blow someone's butt out. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's the broadest yeah. humorist yeah. alive. Um. So the, the butt slug is in the toilet. They and they're like and the silver spoon. <laughs> <laughs> They they close the lid and uh, Jason Lee sits on it and he's like, "Go get duct tape from the shed and we'll tape this thing up." And Jason Lee, is he like oh, the toothpicks, right? He like yeah, he goes to group, you know, reach for a toothpick and he drops them all because his name the, is Beaver. Yep, because his <laughs> name is Beaver, and he drops them in like blood, most of them. Yeah, except for like two one. that are in like this one tile, this one floor tile that is untouched. I simply still wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I mean, it's it's next to all the gross blood that came out of this guy's butt. Yeah, Yeah, it's all the (laughs) butt blood. There's something alive in the toilet that was like touching that blood. Yeah, I just wouldn't. I simply wouldn't. Yeah, just pass on it, man. Yeah, (laughs) it's too far away. Also, look, there's. It's not like he doesn't know when uh, Damian Lewis is coming back. Yeah. He knows where he's going yeah. and when he'll be back. Give me five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Can you go five minutes, right. Beaver? Yeah. Hey, Beav? <laughs> beaver. There's also there's like a very kind of touching moment when... <laughs> go on. When No, when, when... When the butt slug comes out. <laughs> <laughs> when Jonesy's in the shed and he's looking for the tape and Beaver's just like, Jonesy, where are you, Jonesy? Yeah. And he's like yelling and he's like, Jonesy! And Jonesy like honks the little the little bike horn, but and then Beaver just goes, Jonesy. Yeah, why aren't they using telepathy? <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> why aren't they using their superpowers? <laughs> their literal superpowers. But like, they have a know. bike horn. They it just came out. It just came off as like kind of flirty and cute. Like, it, but it's so weird. Like, I don't know. They have these superpowers and they barely use them. Like. The whole scene with them sitting around the table, like talking about like they could have just been uh, telepathy. Yeah, the it could have just been them mind melding. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I don't know why. I would have loved to not have to hear what they were saying. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was just in there. That would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so but Jason Lee cannot help himself, and he has to reach for that toothpick. And then when he does, he falls off the toilet, and the butt weasel comes out and attacks him. <laughs> yes, and it goes, chops off all his fingers. It but yeah, it bites off all of his fingers, and it like it it attacks him right, and then just in time for like Jonesy to get back with the tape, and 
uh, Jason Lee's like, you know, close the door, get out of here, whatever. And like right at that moment, the the weasel thing like opens up its big mouth and like bites his face off. Yeah. Um, and and poor little Beef dead. Dead. That's... Finally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally dead. Uh, um, we hardly knew. You. Yeah. And so Jonesy like slams the door and he's trying to keep it shut and he can't. He breaks it. And he turns around. Yeah, he like turns around, and the the weasel thing like slithers past his feet and like up this alien. It's a it's a gray. It's like yeah. a classic gray alien, but huge. But, but yeah, very big. tall. Yeah, real big. Um, and Jonesy like obviously freaked out, and then it explodes in like that red, like a red vapor. Yeah, and he inhales it, and now he is Mister Gray. Now Why he is an he... alien, right? Why did he not run? I don't know. Like, the second it got in his mouth, why was it like, fuck, 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 fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was an alien then. Wasn't oh, he? he was already, like, the I, second yeah, it I, touches. I think the second I it think, was inside yeah. of him, okay. it was. All right. Yeah. So, so now, this is weird. Now Jonesy is split into two consciousnesses, right? It's yeah. Mr. Gray, who is the alien, and Jonesy. Jonesy They're occupying is... the same space, and almost at, like, uh... To an equal extent. Jo- well, like, Jonesy, Jonesy is like is mostly like losing trapped in the memory warehouse. Yeah, so right. Jonesy's trapped in like a small room in his memory warehouse. No, we keep saying memory saying warehouse. That as though it's <laughs> fine. Yeah. The mem- they, they show us the memory warehouse and it is like, it's this giant, like almost like a big Nate library DeMeo or something. that, right? Yeah. The memory warehouse. Yeah. It's like a giant. This gi- is yeah, it's the like- memory warehouse. <laughs> It, it's like a giant, <laughs> it's like a spiral, like library. Yeah. I actually think that the, it was cool looking. No, I yeah, it, I it, really it is. Like but again, again, it's couch like everything else in this movie. It's a cool visual couched in the dumbest idea. I right. know, you yeah. know, it's like it's it's so. If you just took all of the story out of this, this is a yeah. great movie to yeah, watch. You're right. So, the memory warehouse, the it's this big spiral like. Uh, path that goes up through this tall building, right? And every, like, it's just rows and rows of files and filing boxes and stuff. And each one is labeled like, uh, Who gives you know, a shit? <laughs> well, yeah, well, kind of, yeah. It's like uh, dumb shit I learned in, like, fourth grade and, um, you know, friends from this Little League team. It just, like, all well, memories I, I, and I stuff. noticed one was labeled sports humiliations. Yes. Yeah, that was really funny, actually. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I actually, like I, I, one of them was uh, sexual fantasies, 11 to 16, 17 to 25, and 26 to present. And I feel like whatever's in that 11 to 16 should real fucked up. not maybe, maybe rid of that. throw that yeah, one maybe out. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. you need to make space for new things. Yeah. Why get rid of rock and roll yeah. lyrics? Why yeah, I was going to say, of... you can like, you can hang on to night moves. You just right. get rid of uh, whatever you were jerking off to when you were 11. Right. 11. 11, Jonesy. Yeah. Come on, man. Maybe he's not a good guy. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No, he's... Um, the other one was uh, <laughs> Wasted Days, Spent Youth, Cut and Dry, Old Grudges. Oh, yeah. I like old that. Grudges. Old yeah. Grudges. I like Old yeah. Grudges. That's my entire memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... So he is trapped in this memory warehouse. And there's an office in the memory warehouse where he... Uh, keeps like the important stuff yeah. like the never throw this away stuff and that's where he sort of like locked himself right 
because the alien, who is like a giant slug monster, mm-hmm. is in the memory warehouse also. Yeah, because the gray is also... It's, it's, just, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's like they shapeshift into the gray to seem less... Less threatening. Threatening, yeah. yeah. Right. So they turn into a hulking monster from outer space to seem less threatening than their true form, a hulking monster from outer space. Right. With Got a tail. It. Yeah. With a tail. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that office, though, uh, in his memory warehouse is the same office that was in the um, that building when they were kids where they were going to look for that naked picture of that girl. Mm-hmm. It's that same office. That picture is actually hanging up in his memory warehouse. Yeah. Um, at this point, we meet Morgan Freeman and Tom Sizemore. Why? <laughs> Morgan Freeman is in this movie, <laughs> and he plays like uh, like a probably Colonel a- Abraham Curtis, which he, yeah, he's it, a name. It's it was originally Colonel Kurtz from like uh, Apocalypse. You got to be fucking kidding me! I am not fucking. That's kidding it. Him. That's in the book. It, I think it is. In Jesus the book, Christ! Yeah. I'm so glad they changed it for the movie, even yeah. though it's still they could have just cut out the character. Yeah, the name's not the biggest problem, <laughs> although it is a big problem. So, uh, Morgan Freeman is the leader of this like shadowy, um, like d- division of the army mm. where they handle like they only handle extraterrestrial uh like invasions yeah and he's been doing it for 25 years so he's been like he basically you know says the like differences between you and me <laughs> i make this look good <laughs> <laughs> go on <laughs> so for so there have been a, a bunch of alien invasions he says and he's handled them all is basically where he's at he just like he goes in and kills all the aliens um and he's been doing it forever are they the shop they're not the shop it's not the shop but i don't care um (laughs) but i don't know it kind of it seems do you think maybe shoppy i mean i know you don't talk about the books but maybe it is the shop in the books and for the movie, they were like, let's do this instead. Could be. That could, could be. Could be. Very, very well could be. We'll never know. Well, the shop seems more like an R&D for yeah. shadow government. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just because I feel like whoever, I mean, this movie was so not thought out very well. So yeah. I'm thinking maybe they were like, maybe it would be cooler if they were part of the military. Well, yeah, that could be. I mean. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. I don't know. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know. What so what's going on here is is Morgan Freeman is in charge of this group of uh, blue boys soldiers yeah well, blue they're, angels they're call, no, no they're, they're called blue boys they are called blue boys they're called blue boys yes yeah um they're called blue boys he's the leader they never they have a thing where they never address each other by rank and they don't call each other sir that he he's called boss you look confused Dan. Yeah, you, you don't remember this, this part. You don't remember this from the movie. Not this at part all. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I think where, I missed this. Where he where he shoots off the soldier's fingers for. Lying I do to remember him. that, yeah, but yeah. I didn't realize that they were like, like sort of a like a an anarchist, well, co op government branch. So I did. I pulled that clip where he's addressing that that young man. Come, we've got maples here, boss. Corporal Maples, sir. I mean, boss. I know who you are, Maples. I handpicked every man in Blue Boy Group. Sometimes I wonder about my judgment. Yes, sir. 
I'm sorry, boss. Maples, do you know the Blue Unit Catechism? Yes, boss, the BUC for all buckos. Is Blue Unit part of regular army? No, boss, better, boss. How does Blue Unit operate? Under the radar. We do not salute, we do not display rank, we do not say sir. We are a force unto ourselves. Regular army compared to Blue Unit? Pussies, boss. Under what rules does Blue Unit operate? Rules of combat. That's right, laddie. So that's it. It's Blue Boy Group? A blue Boy Group. Blue Boy Group. <laughs> like a blue man group. Yeah. But boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish they would have cut to them. Like, cut flashbacks to... Just eyes wide. <laughs> with, like, I don't know, fluorescent paint flying around. Fred Armisen playing drums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they're just this shadowy organization. Okay. Part of the, But they are part of the military. And Tom Sizemore, he's there... Um, and he is there. <laughs> well, no. well, because it's Morgan Freeman's last day on the job. Yeah. I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. He and does say and that Tom Sizemore like... is going to take over. But Tom Sizemore, he knows he's not like surprised by any of this stuff. Um, he knows what goes on here. But he's also more of a, uh, I don't know, say a company man or something. He's like. He, he has a heart. Yeah, he has a heart. And he's he's talked with like other, like, like there's a general that comes in later that takes over the operation because he's just like, this is way out of hand. Mm. Um, but there's like a, a weird sort of dynamic between Morgan Freeman and Tom Sizemore where Morgan Freeman, he doesn't trust him. He doesn't trust anybody. And he's sort of like, they say it from like killing aliens for, you know, 25, 30 years. He's a little crazy now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, and he, but it's his last day on the job, and he gives Tom Sizemore his gun that he got from John Wayne, his white, what? his white gun. <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's the gun that he uses the, his fingers off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, he got it from John Wayne. I love that you're so surprised because you saw I, the movie. I checked out for this part, I guess. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Um, so they're like, Morgan Freeman is basically taking him through the job. And what, like, just showing him the ranks, basically. Oh, so here's something that we haven't touched on at this point, but it comes up real, real big right here is yeah. that red stuff that's all over the mm. animals and the the hiker, oh, the hunter, which is it's just like it's this weird it looks like, like magma y almost. It looks like like moss. Yeah, yeah. it's a little yeah. mossy. It's yeah. like kind of like blood moss. Yeah, yeah. also shit, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And they call it Ripley after Ripley yeah. from Alien. Yeah. And it just, it's got something to do with the alien, but it's never really established how much of a threat that stuff is. Is it what right. the ship is made out of? M- maybe. Because it starts growing, know. it starts just growing all over the cabin. But it's also what Duditz is, right? No, Because no. when he explodes, no. doesn't he? He explodes into the same mist as Mr. Gray, but it's not the same thing. No, because no, he's not a the different species of alien. Yeah I, yeah. I thought it had more of like a... Because it's very mo- mossy. Yeah. Because it grows by right, itself. Cause like the right. Because like the whole that whole like room. Yeah, the is whole cabin starts yeah, yeah. getting like. Right. I thought, I thought the aliens were they were invading. Right. They were going to take over the planet. That was like the idea, and this red mossy shit just was sort of like they're like terraforming it or something. Yeah, but it also grows on the people. On the people. It, yeah, it eventually like kills the people and it spreads that way and stuff. Um. But it was like it was never like fully established how much of a threat it was to the people and whether or not it will go away because I'm sure he was just saying it, but Morgan Freeman's character keeps saying like "Eh, they're gonna like um, you guys are gonna get to go home in a day or two, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if he was just saying that so that they didn't know they were about to get all slaughtered. Right, right. Um, 
I don't know what what the fuck happens next. <laughs> um, well, there's that airstrike that happens at a certain point. Well, yeah. Oh my but god, now, that airstrike! That it's just like, why was this in here? I don't. You could have shaved twenty minutes <laughs> off the runtime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, like, kind of fucked up the way the aliens were. I mean, the aliens were all like mind con- trying to mind control them by being yeah. like, everyone's okay here. We're we're not contagious at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're right. No, so before the airstrike, though. Um, this is when the Timothy Oliphant part. So oh, they, when they cut uh, a snowmobile? Yeah. Well, right, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah when he's... So at this point, uh, Damian Lewis has taken a snowmobile as he's the alien now. Yeah, by and the way, British. I don't British. Think yeah, Mr. Gray has Mr. a British like, accent. Damian Lewis is British, yeah. and that's not his accent, though. He's doing a Malcolm he's, McDowell accent. Yeah. Specifically, he was like, that's what I'm going for here is Malcolm McDowell. Um Wow. <laughs> it's hard to imagine that anyone made a deliberate choice Ev- in this Everybody movie. is making like these weird, weird choices. Because at some point, they're probably like, nothing matters. Yeah. Right. And it's but- like, well, apparently the writers are all making different movies from <laughs> one another. So yeah. why should we be on the same but, page? So Damien Lewis, when he's Mr. Gray, he talks in a British accent. And when he's Jonesy, he talks in his normal accent. And that's right. how you can distinguish who's who at any given moment. Yes. Um, so he steals the snowmobile that Thomas Jane is on his way to go get to save yes. Timothy Oliphant. So Jonesy steals it. Um, and he, then, he actually passes Thomas Jane yeah. when he's when he's going because Thomas Jane's walking and he senses with his telepathy that Jonesy's on his way. Wait a sec, I have that clip too. Because so oh Tom- fuck that yeah I just looked at the name yeah, of the yeah. clip <laughs> because they keep doing this throughout the fucking movie. Well, let me get this straight. Yesterday, I want to call it quits. Throw in the towel, pull the bucket, curtains. Today, you're begging, praying. A couple more hours, a couple more miles. Make up your mind. Jonesy, way to go, motherfucker. Here you come to save the day. Mighty Mouse is on the way. That's it. Do not do that in your movie. (laughs) Twice they did it. They did. They did it twice. It's fun, right? When, it's when fun. Earlier, when Jason Lee and Damian Lewis are going to break down the door, there's this too. I'm not all that absolutely positive. I want to go in there. What if he's dying? Scooby Dooby Doo, we got some work to do now. On three. Right. Yeah, so, and I think you get that before you know that, or no, maybe it's after you find out that that's Duddit's thing. I think with you the found that out box. before. How fucking weird is that? It to is. be like. To be a grown man and say to another grown man about like knocking down a door, like Scooby Dooby Doo, we got some work to do now. What <laughs> to knock down if, a door? Like simple, simple task. Yeah, but like it's the and then for like Thomas Jane to be like Mighty Mouse is on the way. These like these references are so strange for these people to be saying. Yeah, how dated, old are they? They were dated when the movie came out. They were dated when <laughs> like thirty years. <laughs> yeah, like these these characters are supposed to be like in their mid to late. 30s somewhere in there like thomas jane at the time of making this i think was like 33 Mm -hmm. um so cut back this is 2003 even when they're kids it's like the 80s yeah like none of these references are of their time yeah but that's what happens when old men write write a a movie based on a book by an old man yeah i'm I'm, I'm not learning what thundercats are yeah Um, and then Mighty Mouse, that's from like the 50s, right? The 40s or it's something. Fucking, I feel like they're like vignettes that they played yeah, at Mighty the Mouse, theater. Mighty Mouse might have been like a radio play. Yeah. Before it was a cartoon. 
uh, oh my god so so that happens right yeah so and he, he they they pass each other and thomas jane first gets an inkling that jonesy is being controlled by somebody else but that's a, there's never like all of these characters have to keep saying things out loud for anybody to understand them because there's no inner monologues here. Yeah, because it's... I don't know. You have Even though so, there should so, be. They have telepathy. Even though there should be. Because it's built into the story that there could be inner yeah. monologues. You have this device and yeah. you go go through all this trouble not to use it. Instead, yes. we have Thomas Jane saying out loud, oh, Jonesy's on his way. Mr. Gray? Who's Mr. Gray? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, he does it throughout the whole movie. Where he's just saying everything, like like when somebody is, like in movies when they're talking on the phone, like what? There, there's been a fire. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> like when they they just have to. All the exposition is in the dialogue. <laughs> um, so they pass each other, whatever. And then cut back to Timothy Oliphant, who's who got a case of beer from the car, who is drunk, sitting by the fire next to this woman who keeps farting. And he doesn't realize that her shit weasel comes out. Right. She her, she like falls over. And, oh my god. And so So he's peeing in the snow, writing duddits in the snow. Yep. That's a conflicting message. Yeah. <laughs> Do you uh, like him or is he your piss? I, well, I think I think <laughs> Timothy was, Oliphant kind of blames Duddits for fucking up his life. Okay. No, I, no, that, he was talking about how great he is. Yeah, but I don't know. There was there were a couple lines. I forget exactly what he said, but it sort of seemed like he was he resented it a little bit. He was like, first he's saying like, "Oh, I'm I've been thinking about Duddits, and I think he's actually an alien." And then he's like, well, "What am I doing? I shouldn't be saying anything negative about the sweetest, most kindest person I know." Yeah, that's yeah, true. that negative thing to that's not <laughs> negative. It's pretty yeah. neutral. No, this yeah, in this whole scene and it he correct does. and incorrect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I've been stupidest uh, character. Yeah, like, I've been thinking a lot about this, and uh, here's the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this whole scene, he's talking to this farting woman. Who he doesn't realize is dead. Right. But it, it, again, it's all yeah, exposition. the best friend I've it's, ever had. He's he's going over their whole childhood and duddits and how he thinks he's an alien. And, and how he gave them their superpowers. Like Which, He is explaining the whole plot the of the movie beginning thing. to end. Yeah. Um, and while he's taking a piss, the shit weasel comes out. He's like Bugs Bunny through the snow. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and I it, love it, good Bugs Bunny. It attacks his dick. And um, they they have a fight, him and his dick weasel, <laughs> which he uh, he he ends it by throwing his body down onto the onto fire. the fire so that it burns the shit weasel, but yep. also his crotch. Yeah, and then they keep fighting, and it gets him in the face, and then he burns his face off. Yep, and then no, then he's just like he hides out. Yeah. Um. Then Thomas Jane goes. He makes his. He finally gets back to the cabin, and he sees like the red shit has taken over so much of it, the place. And um, oh, and this is when we Jason see the Lee. eggs. For yeah, the yeah, the, yep. the, the shit weasels on the bed with the eggs. Yeah, j- j- he sees. Uh, that's such. A, that's my favorite bluegrass standard. <laughs> well, <laughs> he sees Jason Lee's dead, and then he sees he goes in the bedroom and sees that the weasel with the eggs. And he gets lighter fluid, and he, he does the same thing Jonesy or uh, Beaver does. Beaver with... does with the toothpicks. He like gets scared and throws them but all. But he up in the holds air. on to one. He gets one. Yeah. yeah, 
And as he's doing this, the eggs hatch and they're like swimming at it's like little tiny butt weasels swimming yeah. at him. Right. And he's just stepping on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a, like, not a grave threat. Yeah, they're like these little wormy kind well, of Well, because they're just born, so they're not you yeah. know. Well what would have been cool is like I mean, you're kinda of made to understand that these things like they grow up fast. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been cool if you could like see them growing as he's stepping on That's them. That's true. So there's that like, would have been cooler. There's yeah. like some sort of uh tension. you know tension. <laughs> Instead well, of just I... like, oh no, ants. Like literally all of the tension in that scene isn't with the swarm of aliens, it's with the fact that he can't light the light yeah. of yeah, the match yeah. with yeah. his finger. <laughs> oh my yeah, the the most like inefficient showboaty way to light a match when your yeah, life is like, at stake. Yeah, flicking it yeah. with his thumb. So cool. That's cool. I've never done that. I want to do it. Yeah. I know. I was or like, this I is wanna, cool. I want to <laughs> light a match on somebody's face. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so they, he burns down the cabin and there's like a, this little moment. He's like, love you, Beef. And then he just like walks away from his and friend's then, burning body. <laughs> um, and that's when we get the airstrike. So right after that is when so Tom Sizemore, Morgan Freeman, and a couple other guys they all have a couple these, other blue boys yeah a couple other blue boys <laughs> um, they they all have their own helicopter and they are going to the oh site. no way <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're guys go- have great news we all get our own helicopter this time <laughs> <laughs> let's race there yeah. we should race them they go to the site of the the spaceship crash. And that's when we get like that scene of all of the there. So all these aliens, they're projecting themselves as the greys and they're like super friendly. And they're like, we're they're just, just waving they're and they're just, like, hi, just help us. Oh, we're stranded. We're, we need help. Women and children. We're not contagious. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and Morgan Freeman's like, them up. <laughs> well, yeah, he's like, don't let him get in your head. This is all bullshit. And then as soon as they start firing on them, they change into like their slugworm Big, kind of thing. Yeah, with legs. Yeah. yeah. They're like running. And yeah. It's yeah. very weird and it's a, yeah, silly. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, <laughs> they're almost like Langoliers to me. Yeah, yeah. They, they come from the same place. <laughs> um, they And then the airstrike fails. That's like, super hard because doesn't the ship like get... They, they Well, they self-destruct. The ship blows up. Yeah. Um, and... I'll lose a couple blue boys in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there, we get that scene where t- Timothy Oliphant, um, Jonesy finds him and makes him show him where the highway is and puts him on the back of the snowmobile. And while they're driving through, he's like, Timothy Oliphant's still talking. And he's like, he calls him some name, some like fuckaroo name or whatever. Yeah. And... Jonesy as the alien turns into the alien, turns around and bites Timothy Oliphant in half. Yes. What? what but I'm... he is Jonesy, right? Yeah. But okay. So I was thinking about this because I knew we were going to be talking about yeah. this. Um, he did he remist and sort of apparate outside of. I think Jonesy? he did because oh, that's. Really? I think he did because that's the moment. I think isn't that the moment where Jonesy realizes he's distracted and runs out to go get the Duddits files and come back. Yes. So I think he did. I think he did like remist outside of Jonesy because that's when Jonesy takes that opportunity to go huh. steal those Duddits files. But because, you can't see it. Yeah, you it, can't, it look. You see the yeah. shadow. Do you see the shadow? Do you actually see it? No, you see it looks like a shadow. Yeah, and it like it happens very instantaneously because yeah. because like right before that happens, Timmy Elephant's just talking and he's like, <laughs> you know, I've been thinking a lot about Duddits lately, and I think he's an alien. And Jonesy's like, shut up, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> 
you drunk idiot. <laughs> and then he, and then when uh, when Mr. Gray is like, no, no, keep going. And that's when Timothy Oliphant's like, you know what? No. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, man. Yeah, what does yeah. he say? What is the thing he says? I don't know. Uh, oh, bite, bite my. Oh, bite my bag. Uh, bite my bag. Because like, keep saying that. He, everybody bite keeps saying. Bite my bag. Yeah. And he's like, I'll bite your bag. <laughs> and the rest of you. <laughs> so I think when that happens, Jonesy has the. Ability to go and grab the Duddits files and hide them right mm. from his memory warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> That's yep. Right. Um, he gets his little trolley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love. Yeah, I love that they're like like physics apply. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's pretty funny. Um, I like them everywhere. <laughs> so Jonesy as the alien makes it gets to the highway, find like a truck waves down a trucker and. But it's like a like a it's a, I think it might be a not, it's a military it's thing. A military, I'm yeah, not sure he's if it's a carrying blue boy, away, but he's got a, like bags full of dead animals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then so, he, but then he like. He makes the dog that's with the trucker eat the the dead animals with all the red shit on him. Here's a question I have. So, like, in the scene where all of the animals in the woods are running away, yeah. I'm assuming they're running away from Mr. Gray. So, like, why is this German Shepherd, like, calm in his well, presence? Well, I don't think he... I don't know if he is calm in his presence. Because at first the dog was barking, yeah. but then once he kills the driver and he's like, eat eat all this red stuff, eat all the red stuff, the yeah. dog is just eating all the red stuff. <laughs> he just does what he's told. He's just a good boy. <laughs> I mean, what good boy doesn't love a treat? Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> I think... That's when Thomas Jane gets picked up by the army, the military, the blue boy group, and we get that whole, like... Drum sequence. Yeah. That whole fucking thing between... Um, well, like, Morgan Freeman is like, we're going to have to kill all of these people. Like, none of these people can live. They're covered in that red shit, and it's, it's over. And Tom Sizemore is not really on board with that. He's like, eh, people get better from it. And he's like, no. And then he's walking outside, and Thomas Jane uses his telepathy to, like, convince him that... Um, it like, like reads he, his mind. And... Yeah, well, he convinces him that he can... He knows a way to, like fix this and like can help out he knows a guy <laughs> um so Great they plan guy, like this very whole, honest yeah they plan this whole escape they trick morgan freeman and thomas uh thomas jane escapes with tom sizemore and they're on the road heading to duddits <laughs> um while mr gray as jonesy is in that truck with the dog Right, and they're heading somewhere. They're heading to Massachusetts. Well, yeah. At this point, we're not sure. And <laughs> there's they like the telepathy thing. They have to be in like a certain range. It's like a cell phone uh, cell phone tower. <laughs> sure. Um, and there's that fucking ridiculous scene where like Tom Sizemore is like, he's got his gun. They're driving, and Thomas Jane's like, "Hey, cool gun. Can I see it?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, sure." He pops out the clip, and he's like looking at it and stuff. And inside of Jonesy's memory warehouse office, he's looking at a desk and there's no phone. And then the camera like pans away and pans back and there is a phone. Oh. And that's how they communicate. So Jonesy picks up the phone and like Thomas Jane even says this. He's like, come on, Jonesy, dial 1-800-Henry. What's his name? Henry? Yeah. 1-800-Henry. Um. It's so fucking dumb, oh and and then Jonesy in the memory warehouse does that one eight hundred Henry. Yeah, it's a rotary phone. Oh my god, what a pain in the ass! And you in the car it's with Tom Sizemore and Thomas Jane, 
he you hear a ringing and Thomas Jane takes the gun and puts the gun up to his face and like talks into it like a phone and he's like and they're, they're, done, they're having this conversation and Tom Sizemore is looking at him <laughs> What the, he's like give me the, give me the gun back <laughs> give me this back like I've made a huge mistake here <laughs> fine suit yourself then he pulls a banana out <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous oh my God. Um, that's the point of the movie where you look at the time and you're like oh, 20 minutes left yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like there's still yeah a half hour left so they may, they get to, to uh, Duditz's house um, where we find out that he has leukemia and he's been he doesn't have long to live, which raises some questions. Knowing what we a know lot about of questions. questions, I yeah. have a lot of questions. My main question: Does his human mom know he's an alien? I have no idea. She of all people, right? Must know. She's got to know. Yeah, it's like a she either, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing. Ew, yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, he's a, he's a little Star Lord. <laughs> like, does she know? And why does he have leukemia? Why does he have like, yeah. a, like a human disease? Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, why? What? How? Who knows? <laughs> it's unclear, and <laughs> they just like pass over. Well, that. actually, here's the thing. So they don't touch on this, but maybe Duddits became an alien through the same way that Jonesy is currently Mr. Gray. Like maybe this alien came to Earth, occupied his, and then occupied some little kid. Hashtag occupied Duddits. <laughs> if you know, use that hashtag. Tweet yeah. us. Tweet us. <laughs> Occupy Duddits. <laughs> that makes that could, sense. That could be it. That could be it. That makes the most sense out of, I think, any theory but we could throw out But when he turns here. into the alien, it's not a mist. He's straight right. up. He just, just morphs. Morphs. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. Do you think the book touches on it? I think the book touches on a lot of things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the book is it's so long pages long, and it, it like Stephen King even said he's like this is not one of my best. Um, <laughs> so why did they adapt it? I don't why know. this story? I think the reason why was because it they I mean, had it. Well, they had a cast. They had the director, the writer. They were just like we could do this. And when you look at the story, it's not great, but there are like those sci-fi elements of it that I think, especially in like the early two thousands, I'm sure it was like yeah. They, really, also, really, people were just like so excited what? to see CGI. Yeah, <laughs> but like they, if they went with more of I don't. There's so much extra shit in this movie. Yeah, if they went with a more like straightforward sci-fi alien invasion movie, yeah, it's a body snatcher movie. Yeah, let it be that. I really think that like there are elements of the story that really work, yeah. and like I think they thought that they had those elements, and they thought they were working the way they had them. Right. Yeah. I'm sure there. Look, I'm sure there's a director's cut. I'm sure there's a six-hour director's cut. That's what I said. I was like last night. I was like, I have a feeling that there's like a five-hour director's cut, and it makes so much more sense. (laughs) I would never watch it. I don't. I can't. I I, want to see it (laughs) anyway. So on the on the drive over, because we at this point we still don't quite know what the stakes are. We know that like uh, Thomas Jane, Tom Sizemore, and Duddits, they're all headed. To Mr. Gray. Mm-hmm. Who is going to put 
so he's with he's he's traveling with the dog. He the dog ate all the red stuff. The dog is getting bloated. Yeah. The dog's going to shit out a weasel. Right. And then he's going to use that weasel to lay eggs. Wait. And then he's going to put the eggs in the water supply. But we so, don't know that, though. At the, well, they, no, Thomas Jane says it out loud. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying is like, it's, we, there's like 20 minutes left in the movie and that's when he explains what the ultimate plan is. That's when and, Thomas Jane goes, oh, I know where he's going. Yeah, wait. This, here we go. One worm kills the world. Oh my God. One worm. Back at our cabin, I saw the worms that come out of these weasels. Mr. Gray must want to get one into the Boston drinking supply. Yeah, That's he, it. he must. He must want to do That's, that based on the available information. So up until this point, it it's not clear what Mr. Gray's plan yeah. is. And this, this is, is about when, this is when there's like 15 minutes left of the movie. <laughs> right. Yes. Also, wait. So the dog eats the red stuff and bloats up full of eggs. Yeah. Well, so, full of with a weasel. weasel. And then the weasel lays eggs when it's okay. out of the dog. So the red stuff is is weasel. Is it I, cum? Oh, I is don't it like, know. I don't know. Pollen. I, it's po- maybe pollen. I like, pollen. I like pollen. Shout out I, to I like pollen. Tito Pollens. <laughs> oh, did you see? Uh, he wrote to us on Twitter. I did. Yeah. It's like I think I Tito or something. Oh, is it Taito? It's an owl that he's referring. That is, uh, is it a guardian of Gahul? <laughs> yeah, Gathul. <laughs> the guardians of Gathul. Um, so whatever. <laughs> uh, whatever. We'll, we'll talk about yourself. owls later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right uh, now we have fifteen minutes left. Yeah, I yeah. really want to be done. <laughs> yeah. I so, hate this movie. Um, so they're headed to this place. The gun, the John Wayne gun that. Thomas oh, Jane uses right. a phone. It has, has a, a tracking, tracking device. Yeah. yeah. So Morgan Freeman tracks him down at, with his own helicopter again. <laughs> Super cool. But this doesn't come back up. They they're like they're going head to head. Like they get to this the I guess the where the water the water building. I don't know what, what do you call that. <laughs> uh, reservoir is. Is that what it is? I think it is a reservoir. All right. So they get to the reservoir, and but that's when Tom Sizemore has he like. Here's the chopper coming. He knows that it's Morgan Freeman. So he goes out with a gun and goes up against this helicopter and they fight and kill each other. <laughs> he, Tom Sizemore shoots down the helicopter, but not before like uh, Morgan Freeman shoots him. Riddles him with yeah. big bullets. With big bullets. Like, it is just the stupidest thing. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the two of them were the only reason why... Any of that ended up being necessary was because Tom Sizemore had to drive Thomas Jane yeah. to the red. That's it. That's the only thing yes. that makes that whole part of the movie worth like anything. Yes. Yeah. So um, Thomas Jane and Duddits head into this building where Mr. Gray already is. Mm. He, and he's trying to pop open this like uh, sewer plate um, to dump all these alien eggs in there and they get there and they don't, he doesn't shoot Jonesy, right? He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to. Um, but the shit weasel is out of the dog and it's laying eggs and it's laying some eggs. (laughs) Um, 
Maybe he the shoots proverbial him the, shit weasel yeah. has exited. He the shoots dog. him in the leg or something, yeah, and not ta- like knocks him down. And then they have that whole exchange where like, prove to me that you're Jonesy. And, and then like, he's like SSDD. And yeah, he's like, some, not good enough. Some <laughs> nonsense. And then he's like, ask me anything. And then he asks what was written on the building, the the building with the porn picture that they found when they were kids. Yeah, and it was like no bounce, no play, something like that. Yeah, uh, which that they say that a few times. Yeah, they say that a too. few times. Good that we find out right at the end. Yeah, what what the fucking point of it is. Yeah, uh, with as little payoff as possible. And then Duditz comes in and says... We will be doing We have some work to do now. I'm glad he didn't do like a voice for this character. It was just Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't stress enough that it's Donnie goddamn Wahlberg. I... And this, I mean, this was 2003? Yes, yes. So this isn't even like, I don't know. I don't know if there was ever a point. A peak. In Donnie Wahlberg's career where he was at his peak. But this was New Kids it. on the Block. That was Donnie? Yeah. Oh, shit. That, yeah, Donnie Wahlberg was Yeah, in you New have Kids to on... explain this to everyone who comes on the show. <laughs> I didn't know either. I thought they were both in either new kids on the block and i forgot about marky mark and the funky yeah. bunch marky mark is clear obviously the more successful brother okay so but D- there Don- was a time when donnie Wahlberg was more successful okay wait so donnie was donnie Wahlberg always a new kids on the block always oh so i see donnie I- Wahlberg was a new kids on the block back in the 80s yeah right and and just an immensely popular band. Well, I know, I know that I know who they are, okay. and I know they were popular, and I know that A. Wahlberg was in the band. Yes. I thought it was Mark. No, Mark Wahlberg was only part of the Funky Bunch. Well, and he was the head of the Funky. He was bunch. right. It was his Funky. They bunch. call him Boss. Right. <laughs> Not sir. So, Not sir. So they were both in in very very successful bands at the same time. Well, I think, uh, oh, I think Marky Mark and the, the that yeah the. New Funky Kids on the Bunch Block was, was first. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Okay, so they, so Donnie Wahlberg was in New Kids on the Block the whole time. Whole time. <laughs> I thought I didn't the, know that. The whole yes. time? I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought yeah. I honestly thought that it was Mark, and then he left, and then Donnie Wahlberg took over. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need a Wahlberger. Get him in here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so this has been wow. Wall to Wall Wahlberg. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that's a good one. So, They're not doing it. So, so basically, Donnie was... Was the most famous one at first, yes. and then Mark was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no way." Yeah, they, they can't. <laughs> right. yeah, this won't stand. Well, yeah, but like, even Mark Wahlberg was like, he had that one song where it was like, "Feel it, feel it," <laughs> and that was fine for like a second. But nobody, everybody was like, "Whatever," like it's a one-hit wonder kind of a thing. And then he became an actor, and people were like, "Fucking Marky Mark and a Funky Bunch." This guy's a joke. And then, like, he started doing, like, good movies. And, like, I think Boogie Nights was one of, not his first movie, but, like, one of the early ones. And he, it was really good. And everybody's like, holy shit, Mark Wahlberg, not bad. And then, you know, Donnie Wahlberg. Me too. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit, like, you know, in obscurity there. He was in um, The Sixth Sense. He, he shot Bruce Willis. Yeah. He's that yeah. guy. Uh, also playing, like, a mentally... Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's mentally handicapped or just like deranged. I don't know. I, don't I haven't know. seen that movie. Ever? Uh, no. Really? Yeah. What movie? Sixth Sense. Oh, oh man. I watched it in seventh the grade. The twist ending? You, you will you not, not see it coming. coming. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, you should check it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Honestly, 
without that twist ending, there is no point in that movie. If I, you already uh, know the ending, don't watch the movie. I know. That is the it. whole thing you need to know about the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. That it has a fun ending. Right. Well, f- you know, not fun, but yeah, yeah. a funky ending. <laughs> that is because like I the first time the first and only time I ever saw it was in like seventh grade English class. It was like all around Halloween where they just kept playing like scary movies. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it was this one or another one. Isn't that the movie where like a woman gets slashed in the face with piano wire? Or is that a different movie? I have no idea. I don't. That's the. All I remember from The Sixth Sense is like the woman showing her like sliced wrists to Haley Joel Osment because that really fucked me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the, the piano wire thing fucked fucked me up yeah i don't remember that no. it's probably it probably is in there yeah just, um i i was almost like you're thinking of ghost shit but that's when people get cut in half by oh, that's the best part of that movie yeah when people get cut in half real quick that's always a good thing for me <laughs> where they like start falling apart oh resident evil yeah the laser grid the laser you ever grid. see that no when, oh. when they get like like sliced yeah and, then yeah. The slice and, then, is like... and you like hear them sliding yeah, yeah. right yeah yeah it's, it's like, just like all of a sudden someone like... throwing pork chops on a platter <laughs> like, like a guy's face you'll just see like a line form yeah and then like it shifts like a half an oh, inch and like very upsetting yeah. yeah love it so donnie Wahlberg turns into a big alien he does um he said the a last thing he says big alien. is i dud it and he goes like he kind of <laughs> triumphantly yeah with a thing through his chest yeah the the big mr gray turns into like a big alien thing mm-hmm. with a tail pointy things yeah. on it the shark sticks nasty. him in the chest and then so they Duditz turns into an alien, and they have like a fight, which is unclear what's happening at all. Honestly, yes. they just stab each other with their weird tails, yeah. and then they like co- he like cocoon, they, like there's like a they do like covers. a self destruct thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like Duditz kind of just like traps both of them and then missed. Yeah. And so, then, but Duditz isn't the same kind of alien. I think he's a different alien. I think he might be a different alien. He's like a weird shit brown alien. Yeah. 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 Um, and he has kind of an angelic face if you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real sweetie pie. Um, Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> All, while this is happening, like Thomas Jane and uh, Damian Lewis, they're like sort of like standing off to the side, like just watching. And there's a little alien worm that's inching its way towards the water supply. And right before it, it reaches it, uh, Damian Lewis like stomps on it. And kills it. And then they like smile at each other and then credits. And then credits. Yeah, just. But like, there's so many. I mean, not that we care enough to ask these questions, but if you did, there's a lot of questions to be asked. Yeah. I mean, like. Like, what happens to all the people who were infected with Ripley? Yeah, unclear. Unclear. Are Mm -hmm. they going to die still? I mean, now that no one's in charge of the Blue Boys. Right. uh, (laughs) There's uh, a power vacuum in the Blue Boys. Because uh, Morgan yeah. Freeman was going to hand over the keys to Tom Sizemore, but and they're then both he dead. shot him. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. I don't know. I really well. I mean, like, are there? Surely there are other blue boys, and sure there. Surely there are. Other... I mean, General Matheson. There you go. Uh, was the one who was called in to Which, take over. He was also a King alum, General Matheson. Um, he was in uh, The Shining. Oh, he was mini mini series. Oh. <laughs> the Shining. Mini. <laughs> um, Who all right, gang. It? All right. Segments. Oh, that hurts my parts. Let's, uh, let's so my hurts my parts. <laughs> um, Melissa, what hurt your parts? What didn't you like about this movie? 
Fuck me, Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so much did I not like yeah, that. Yeah, it's really the bad. The first time I heard it, I was like, okay. <laughs> and then the second time I heard it, I was like, oh, no. Because, like, not only is it in the script, but they think it's good. Yeah. Like, they were like, this has to keep happening. It's, it's just, it's Beaver's thing. <laughs> and, uh, the, I don't know. The second time, you're like, oh, this is not this and then they have the kid say it. The kid version of Beaver says it yeah. twice. Yeah. And you're like, come on. To really just. come out of this. <laughs> uh, Rob, what about you? Um, there's so much to not like about this. The, I know. The dialogue is so bad. Yeah. It's. It, it. I don't even. It's like film school bad. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Where people are just saying exactly what's happening and like. Telling you what the motivations are and what the and what we need to do. And it's what we, such like, in stark contrast to like the groundwork they try to lay by just having them have conversations, like yeah. people, like, like this naturalistic dialogue, yep. and then just this force saying what's yeah. happening. Yeah. So I guess the dialogue. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I have that written down for mine. Is just that the the whole first scene of them big chilling. Yeah, in yeah. the cabin, big chilling. <laughs> Spend the G's. Uh, can I now. can I say another thing actually that I didn't like? Oh, yeah. So beyond that, even so, like I don't know if anyone else was bothered by this, but there's something that all of them do, but especially Beaver and and Jonesy, where they like. They're like really up in everyone's business and like touching everybody. Like <laughs> I didn't notice that. There's I didn't no, notice it there was no reason for Jonesy to just immediately start undressing the hunter. I get he was out outside yeah. in the cold for a while, <laughs> but like he immediately starts undressing him and unbutton his jacket. Yeah, and throws like, him down on the couch. Yeah. yeah, why don't you take those pants off? Taking <laughs> his shoes off, taking his hat off, like unbuttoning his coat. Say, friend, how about you get out of those trousers? And how like, would that be? When when Beaver comes in to talk to him, he's just kind of like like real close like mm. like like really just up in his <laughs> business just like hey do you need anything are you good like it's just like everything about these characters sucks and you don't <laughs> care that they die yeah it's so hard to yeah. care that they die yeah. yeah um let's uh let's move let's zip right along then to danny! this is danny <laughs> shining moments shining moments melissa oh don't make me go first okay rob uh, i like the part where all the animals are running through the woods that's good that's yeah. good I, it's a nice visual. Yeah. Again, like, I think everyone's shining moments are going to end up being visual things. Yeah. I, I like the mossy cabin, mm -hmm. red moss cabin. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was something else I wanted to say, but I'll just go with that. That's fine. The, the That's actually the red moss stuff was mm. actually like the thing that stuck with me the most after I watched it way back yeah. when I was younger. And I actually, I even then and even still now, I thought it was really cool. Just like the idea of like this like invading like... Thing. thing yeah yeah like it's like it, it it was like such a it was a good visual it was a good element of the story and they could have probably done something really cool with it other yes. than just showing the cabin well you know interestingly uh the red moss brings us to king tropes in the book i'm working on now there's a spooky monster that's the only segue, nice segue. we've ever done yeah. on the show <laughs> holy shit wow yeah uh so yeah killer moss that's a that's a king trope yeah from with stephen king from creep show yeah, when an alien moss mosses from space and it grows on your face, that's a king trope. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. Thanks. Yeah, it's good. That's the word for what that was. Um, uh, yeah. So is that's creep show? 
Yeah, there was Jordy, a show. The, what's it called? The full name is Jody, Jordy Jody Virgil or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But it's the one with Stephen King. Yeah, then. Stephen King plays this bumpkin who finds like this thing from outer space. It's a meteorite, and he immediately like touches it and puts it in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he has like that that his little fantasy of how this is that's gonna play so out. Hot. Yeah. yeah well, that's what, he like touches it, and it's hot. And he burns himself, and he like just sticks his fingers yeah, in like, his mouth to cool it. <laughs> I like that one. I, yeah, no, I is like that it too. a movie? It's yeah, a, it's, it's, it's in a, an anthology. Yeah. What? How old is it? That's from the eighties. It's like eighty three or okay. four. Here's the com- we have oh, the yeah. creep show comic book right here on oh, the it's on in the there. table. Yeah, yeah. Is this always here or is this just no? That's just a recent it, yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is really cool. The fucking illustrations in that are amazing. Well, yeah, it's oh, it's what's his name? Yeah, the guy who just passed away a few yeah. months ago. Um. Yeah, it no. Very cool. It is. It's really neat. But yeah, basically, like the whole story, it's just Stephen King by himself. <laughs> now a very scary movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Ooh, just Stephen King by the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, the whole thing is just Stephen King by himself getting progressively more covered in moss. Uh, Bernie Wrightson. That was there we the, go. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Um... I didn't know that was a king trope. That's an interesting one. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very specific. Uh, we also have Shining. Uh, that's a yeah. that's an old People standby. Shining. Uh, Crews of psychic friends. Yeah. Thinking Rose Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably something else too. Yeah. I'm forgetting. But uh, bullies. Bullies. Gotta what have it, some bullies. Gotta have some bullies. What about that scene where the kids are walking along the train tracks? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Kids yeah. walking along train tracks. Kids following train tracks I'm, to find a missing kid. Oh, yes. The more specific, uh, the better. <laughs> <laughs> um, magic simples. I didn't know a better way of saying it than that. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. John Coffey is kind of simple. Yep. And that's... And, and Mr. Moon from... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, M-O-O-N. Oh, what about the uh, the scene where they're in town getting supplies and that old man who owns the shop is like, Storm's coming in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't even think of specifically what else that's from. It's just from everything. Yeah. Probably Storm of the Century. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Safe uh, bet. D- Dairy Main. Uh, Bugs Bunnying. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's uh, Children of the Corn. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and that, that's all I got. Oh, I, oh. Obviously, guys going, uh, driving very long, di- traveling long distances only to, only die. to die almost immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, that's my favorite one. It is. And it keeps coming up. I love it. It's such a weird specific. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They'll do it for King Tropes. That brings us to our final segment, IMDB. They just cheated us. This isn't fair. <laughs> this is IMDB, where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user score on IMDB.com. 78,564 people, excuse me, souls, <laughs> logged on to imdb.com. They made accounts and then used it to rate and or review uh, Dreamcatcher. Mm-hmm. I might have been one of them. <laughs> uh, well, then you are partially responsible for the weighted average user score of 5.5 out of 10 stars. Hmm. I know how I feel about that. I, I'm curious to know Melissa? what our guest thinks about that. Oh, well, I have to talk about it first. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I think it's 
a little too high, <laughs> but I still like giving this movie uh, more credit than it deserves. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, honestly, I think I would give it a five just because uh, like there are so many things about it that even if they're not good, I still like them. Sure. And we, I still think that they could be good. Yeah. we've yeah. Ra- Well, I mean, like good or not, we tend to also rate movies like entertainment value factors. Right. In, yeah. And this is such hot garbage that it's kind of fun to watch yeah. that's what i was gonna say yeah it has i i still enjoyed watching it although some parts were very slow and i didn't want to watch them and grading some and parts gra- are some parts grading. i was like can i just fast forward <laughs> yeah. but like i there are parts like as much as we hate beaver <laughs> the scene where he's on the toilet and he's being an idiot is very fun to watch because you're yeah, like, you it's idiot. Like, this is not going to go well for you it is like and that is a stephen king it's not really a trope but like i mean that's a horror thing in general like kind of towing that line between like scary and funny like it it feels like a, like beats in a comedy scene yeah mm-hmm. but yeah but yeah i mean it's still fun to watch yeah. and whether or not it was as good as i i like to pretend it is <laughs> i still like it and i still have watched it more than twice <laughs> and i will maybe yeah you watch it you again. came in here knowing character names and stuff <laughs> general matheson <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah i think I, I think i don't know i probably 5.5 is probably about right i yeah. think it's like it's a bad movie but it's i think people should watch it because it's Batshit insane, but I wouldn't ever rewatch it. I th- like I'm good with having seen it once because every few so years. much of it every is few years. Yeah, every, t- <laughs> every, every few years. ten years. It's like going to medieval going to the ca- it's, it's like, like going to the that's cabin. That's about when I saw yeah. it last. It was like 10 years ago. Yeah. I think every yeah every 10 years you go to the cabin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you and your uh, friends get together. I wish Duditz was here. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, great. So we know how we feel about Dreamcatcher and that'll just about do it. That's right. Stick a fork in it. It's done. Show's (laughs) over. I mean, in, I mean, in Melissa's honor, uh, okay. Thank you. Uh, do you see any Slimers in this movie? Oh, no, there were no Slimers. I didn't see one. What a shame. Rob? Yes. You did? Yeah. Where? Oh man, now we'll never, never know. know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and pick through this with a fine tooth comb. Oh, <laughs> too bad. All right, well, uh, that'll yeah, I'll do it. Uh, Melissa, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Anything you'd like to plug? This won't be out in time. I was gonna, I was <laughs> just gonna anything, say, yeah, yeah, let's plug all the stuff we got coming up next week. Yeah, this doesn't come out for a while. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, this comes out in like I don't know, three or four weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. uh Dan's leaving. Yeah. And you can't plug that. Yeah, at, this, at this point, you probably already know that because the last two episodes were done uh, remotely, right? Uh, probably, yeah. Oh, at this at this point when this airs. Yes. Yeah. Like, probably oh, from a hotel that's room. That's be fun for yeah. people to get to go back and remember what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, but I mean, we have, we have our big Dan going away last show and it was three weeks ago it was fun (laughs) and i still remember it fondly yeah yeah and i'm glad what was your favorite thing that happened at the show oh probably um when dud showed up yeah (laughs) probably when uh jack steiger revealed himself to be an alien (laughs) (laughs) and saved us all (laughs) watching this movie didn't you weren't damien lewis and jack steiger there's there's something there there's something there there, right yeah good I think if you average like Chris Elliott and Jack Steiger, you might get Damien Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
yeah so that was fun mm-hmm. yeah. so was future forms that was fun that yeah. was so fun uh <laughs> And yeah, uh, you you cover SNL for Pop Break. Yes, I do. Although they'll probably Although, be in hiatus by the time. It will. Yep. yep to, uh, well, as of when we're recording this, last night was the season finale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can people find you online? If you Asthma care to Asthma Squad. At Asthma Squad on Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. All right. All right. Very cool. Rob, what do you got? Um not just promoting our Patreon. I, yeah, yeah. Let's at the guys. You probably know about this. We've been talking about it for a while, but we our We're bonus live, episodes baby. are now available on Patreon. So if you go on there and donate five dollars in the five dollar tier, you'll get a uh, RSS feed link that you can copy over into whatever podcast catcher you use. And every week we're going to be releasing new episodes of a series we're calling Wall to Wall Carpenter. Yeah. And after uh, it's going to be 23 episodes of that. Yeah. After that, we'll figure out what else we want to do. And we're at the behest of you since you are our patrons. Yeah. Throw some suggestions at us. Yeah. Uh, Uh, And then obviously rate and review us on iTunes. Hey, haven't got one of those in a while. Would love to see some. Love getting them. Love reading them. You can pretend to be Stephen King. Uh, and come down hard on me for uh, calling it the semi-official Stephen King movie podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Five stars and a review. That helps more people find the show. Um, and that, that just, uh, yeah. That, that's, that's about that. And right? that's good shit. Yeah. Mmm, baby. All right. So. What's next? Next week. We'll never know. We will never know. Oh, <laughs> we're going back to a haunted mansion. It is the, the haunted diary mansion. of Ellen Rimbauer. Oh, Rimbauer. <laughs> the diary of Ellen Rimbauer. All right. I'm excited for this because we did not learn a lot about her despite yeah. all of that exposition. I feel like we also missed out on talking about um, Emily Deschanel and how that's Zoe Deschanel's sister and how we, she's the we, detective on Bones. We, did, did we talk about that? We covered that, yeah. Oh, it's been weeks. I told I that know. story about how I slept with someone who liked the TV show Bones. Oh, that's right. And I had to ignore it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to put a paper bag over their love of Bones. <laughs> um, I've, I've been watching... Uh, I started watching Twin Peaks, the old series, right? Yeah. And their mother is on Mary Jo Deschanel is on Twin Peaks. I had no idea. The acting Deschanel's? That's right. I did not know. Yeah. First time hearing of this. Yeah. <laughs> so check out uh, next oh, week. This will change everything. Ellen Rimbauer. And then after that, it's Secret Window with Johnny Depp. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, no. I remember seeing this in theaters. I'm excited. <laughs> I remember like seeing the commercials for this. A bowl and of bowl steaming of corn. <laughs> everybody, like when I was in school, everybody being like, are you going to see Secret Window this weekend? We're all going in the Friggin' plaza to see secret window. <laughs> the friggin' the plaza. Friggin plaza. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> uh, so right. you were better than Secret Window? Oh yeah, I've never yeah. seen it. Oh, it's uh it's a, well you never have to. <laughs> it's no good. It's no good. It's um, real bad. Yeah, starring Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> I then love a steaming bowl oh, of oh. corn. <laughs> Um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. Uh, Stephen King. King. Under the outdoor with the steamboats, ancient goblins 